This podcast is scheduled for one fall. One fall. One fall. Coming to the microphone, your favorite podcasters. I'm Tay. This is Adrian. We are Team No DQ, baby. And we are covering um, a recent show. Um, we just watched it. We are covering WrestleMania 20, man. Uh, it's March 14, 2004. Uh, Bush is our president. It's New York City, New York, Madison Square Garden. And this show had attendance of 20,000. The buy rate was um, 100,000? No, that's Maybe. a million. A million Blind and 20,000. Sorry. Um, my old computer can only see so much. Uh, tagline, of course, where it all begins again. Man, just think, 20 years ago, we had WrestleMania for the first time. I know. Good shit. Um, this is not really how anniversaries work. Really, 21 can is you the anniversary. for me. Uh, tw- exactly. Is, I don't understand that reference, but... That was a twenty uh, one's really the twenty one would be the anniversary for um, the first mania, but I guess we'll have to see when that happens. Yeah, um, if it happens, I'm really curious if there's a WrestleMania twenty one. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the show here. Um, first match of the night uh, before after the the um, Harlem Boys Choir, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> um, before, after they come out though, we get John Cena versus the Big Show. In a nine-minute and thirteen-second match for the United States Championship, I'll tell you what this John Cena guy—he has a lot of—he has a lot of potential. But yeah. we'll get into that later. Um, and this—I thought this match was pretty good. Uh, this is the first time the United States Championship was ever defended at WrestleMania. Um, so I mean, I thought I thought it was pretty solid. I thought John Cena showed a lot of his character. I'm excited to see where his character goes, but. Um, Good performance from him. There were a few new near falls. He teased hitting the fu. Uh, I hope they never change that name. They teased uh, he teased hitting the fu on the Big Show. He grabbed that chain, which I need to order that chain. Um, the referee saw it, threw the chain down, grabbed his United States brass knuckles, popped that big fuck in the face with it, hit a fu for the win, and became our new United States champion. Um, your your thoughts on the match? Uh, yeah, great match. He comes out the per usual wrap. Uh, about the big slow mm-hmm. tells the uh, sadly New York Knicks fans to call Big Show a big slow suck cuck, cock whatever they call him up there in Jersey. Labs would know, no he wouldn't. He's molesting children. Point is, John Cena, this guy right here, he has it all. He has all the stuff. He's got the charisma. He he he's he's got the skills. Only thing he's missing was the United States Championship, and by damn it, he got it. First off, we get a Big Show showing his power, pretty much, you know. You know how the cat and mouse game goes. David Goliath. Yeah. Cena's not fucking Rey Mysterio. He's actually 245 pounds from Boston, Massachusetts. West Newbury to be exact. Yeah. Uh, And he comes out, you know, the the crowd favors him as much Northeastern guys do. And uh, they stuck with him. Like Adrian said, he hit a couple FUs, popped him with a fucking uh, United States brass knuckles. And he got the one, two, three. And the new United States champion, John Felix Anthony. Cena. I mean, look, and look, John Cena's a young cat, too. I mean, he's only 26 years old, um, fighting a older, fatter piece of shit, big show. Um, kind of expect, you know, this is a good momentum for the young guy. And I, I like I said, I hope to see it go somewhere well. Um, this man has world champion written all over him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll ever get it, but he has world champion written all over him. Um, Hall of Famer. Shit, I could see the guy winning it 15, 14 times. Oh, yeah. John Cena could be the face of the company. That's how I see it. Big Show, I could see him becoming a lackluster announcer for 
a startup indie bullshit company somewhere else. But that's a different story for a different day. I mean, I give I give this match a solid two and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll go three. Uh, he was John Cena fan around this time period. So the nostalgia came back pretty good. Uh, Big Show, I, mean, I understand his job to go out there lose the title, obviously. You know, he, he's fucking seven foot, 500 fucking pounds of elephant ass. And he's carrying around the, this fucking teacup United States Championship belt. He could barely fit over his fucking forehead. So John Cena took this belt, elevated it to the next level. And I give this match a three. Uh, next match. Uh, we have Robin. No, 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 the fuck you won't. We have Booker T, the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time, WCW, heavyweight champion, and Raw Van Damn against Garrison Kane and Mark Ginger. What a cook last name that is. Against the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray, and Devon, and La Resistance, Renee Dupree, and Rob Conway. There you go. Yeah, this will be for the World uh, Tag Team Championships, the Fatal Four Way. Uh, we we're only one match into this. I'm gonna go ahead and cut the gimmick. I was doing the whole, <laughs> I was doing the whole. Yeah, I'm watching this like it's brand new. Fuck that shit. Um, I need to talk some shit about these people. Uh, maybe when we get to the main event, I'll go back to and live my inner persona of being six years old when this fucking came out. Mm-hmm. But it is 2023, so we're gonna fucking athlete. It's 2023. John Cena is a fucking major star, and Big Show is a lackluster announcer. Continuing on here, um, yes. Rob Van Dam Winkle and Booker T against a bunch of cucks and the Dudley Boys, and that's exactly what it fucking was. Yeah. This was the Rob Van Dam and Booker T match. This was them showing the fuck out, showing teamwork. Unlike any of these other teams who are barely doing shit, Devon and Bubba are towards the end of their reign here in WWE, so you can tell they're selling that they're 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 on their way out. Yeah. All right, they're on their way out. Renee Dupree, Rob Conway. What can I say about them that Same hasn't already been said? Because nothing's been said about them. They're a two-dime tag team that's worth less than that. And I'll tell you that right there. Jidrak and Garrison Cade. Garrison Cade became Lance Cade. He tagged with Trevor Murdoch. They became the fucking rednecks that hate black people back in 2007. And that was a pretty solid gimmick. Because believe it or not, some rednecks do hate black people. Realism, people. Realism. But who's Mark Jidrak, you ask? Fucking exactly. You got to ask the question. So it bears the question for me to ask you. Have you ever Googled his name? No, you fucking haven't. I'll tell you who won this match. It was Rob Van Dam and Booker T. After they hit a sick fucking combination, he hits a kick, and then uh, Booker T or Booker T hits his uh, scissor kick. Rob Van Dam hits five star frog splash, and they retain their championships and walk out of this shit show of a match because they were the only people who are actually trying to do anything. I'll tell you a little bit about Mark Jindrak, though. He played baseball for Kukas College. Um, he was a Division three athlete, not Division one. Uh, he had the highest vertical leap in WWE history, which is great, but who the fuck cares? It didn't translate over to have any kind of type of charisma. His father was German. That makes sense. And his uh, mother was Italian. That doesn't make sense. Don't know how the fuck he found her. He married a Miroslavian. Uh, her name's Miroslava Luna. She's a fashion designer. He also, he resides in Mexico with his wife and son. Good. Go to Mexico and wrestle in Mexico where they don't fucking pay attention to you having a shit gimmick and a shit name. Fuck you, Mark Jindrak. Good shit, man. Good shit. I like it. I like it. I give this match a three just because Rob Van Dam is in my top five favorite wrestlers. And uh, it's always good to see Booker T get a win, you know, instead of being jobbed out and fucking buried 
I'm gonna give it a two and a half um, because it seems like everybody in this match besides Van Dam and Booker T were actually fucking trying. You know what? That is fair. I'll, I'll drop it. I'll go two and a half. That is fair. Uh, our third match is uh, the first ever WrestleMania Cuck match. You got Christian and Jericho um, going one on one, basically in the honor of Trish Stratus. This match went at 14 minutes and 56 seconds. It is the third longest fucking match on this card, and many people would ask why. I would ask the same damn question. This match was. Okay, but yeah. for the talent that's involved, it was pitiful. Yeah. It's fucking pitiful. Jericho looked slow. Christian Christian was doing a lot of the work here. He was doing a lot of the gimmick work. He was taking the extra bumps here. Um, I can't think of any major moments that really stood out to me besides the ending. What do you think about the match? Uh, the match was all right. I mean, you couldn't have said it better. Uh, they're fighting, like you said, for the love of Trish Stratus. Uh, Christian comes out. He said, like, you know, you want to go? Like, this is what we're fighting over. Oh, fighting over Bitch, we're fighting over a whore. You know, Jericho being Jericho. Oh, he's from Canada. I'll tell you, baby. He can't get Trish Stratus out of his mind. Christian is genuinely whooping his ass by the first half of this match. Jericho realizes he's the first ever undisputed fucking champion. He's from Canada. God damn it. Wake up. And he starts getting a little payback. It was a good spot. He goes for the uh, the springboard dropkick. You know, Jericho to hit to the outside apron on opponents. This time, he doesn't springboard i would say plancha if that makes sense watch it you'll fucking know what i'm talking about he hits him with the walls of jericho with attempts to tries mm. trish brings her bimbo ass outside to the ringside gets in she's uh she's strangling a uh, christian if i'm, if I'm yeah. upset, right strangling christian jericho runs over to captain Savaho. trish accidentally elbows jericho christian hits the unprettier uno dos tres Christian is your winner. He doesn't even hit the Emperor. He rolls he rolls him up. Oh, he did Trish's up. elbow was enough. Rolls him up. And afterwards, Trish smacks the shit out of him and then makes out with Christian, cucking out Jericho on the grandest stage of them all. I give this match a two. Two. Next, we have Evolution, Randy Orton, Batista, and the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Well, you're the Nature Boy. Why the fuck are that? You like nature? What? You like boys? Uh, we won't touch on that. Going head to head with The Rock and Sock Connection. The Rock and Mick Foley. This match went 17 minutes. Um, this match was basically a vehicle to do the Randy Orton and Foley feud. Yeah. Um, as far as stuff that really happened, there wasn't a whole lot of action. There's more um, back and forth between Flair and The Rock. You know, kind of gimmicking each other up. Oh, I'll do the yeah. flare strut. Oh, I'll try to do the people's elbow. You know, kind of doing that shit back and forth, pissing flare off. Ultimately, things kind of broke down, and Orton hit Foley with an RKO and put him out like a little bitch at WrestleMania. Yeah. This went up leading to Backlash 2004, where we get Orton and uh, Foley in the hardcore match. Um, but as far as this WrestleMania match alone, it was cool seeing The Rock back. Um, but besides that, man, this match was probably like a two and a half. 17 fucking minutes of nothing. nothing. I'll, go, I'll go to, uh, like, little, nothing happened. We didn't get a rock bottom. Uh, we didn't get a fucking Mr. Sacco. Batista really got his ass beat for the majority of, you know, being the uh, the newest tenure guy here. And uh, Ric Flair and Rock had a couple bumps. Ric Flair and Foley had a couple bumps. Orton was literally the opportunist here, the legend killer. He picked his part. Hit his RKO on Foley. Got him up out of there. Uh, next, we got a Braun panties. Oh, what do you give it? 
Oh, I said two. Okay. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Same difference. A bra and panties match, Playboy evening gown match. Going to be more specific. Two Tory minutes Wilson. and 41 seconds for this shit. Tori Wilson, Miss Sable, Miss M-I-S-S, Jackie, and Miss Stacy Keebler. We'll, 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 we'll do this. We'll do this the easy way. We won't do the match. Here at No DQ, we like women. We're not we gay. Unfortunately, June is LBGTQ month. If you are part of the gay community, listen to No DQ. Thank you. With that being said, Adrian, skill one to five. Five being the hottest piece of shit close to the sun. One being low level fucking earthworm, dirt, shit, piss, sewer, semen, all of it. Where would you rate Tory Wilson one through five? Three. That's fair. Sable, big tit. Brock Lesnar. Ah, uh, three. No ass. Miss Jackie, if she's still kicking. Four. And Stacey Kibler. Five. All right. I'm going to rate this match a three. <laughs> okay. Right. The worst. This match is a three. Next up, we got Chavo Guerrero. With Chavo Classic. Against Akio. Billy Kidman. Funaki. Jamie Noble. Nunzio. Ray Mysterio, Shannon Moore, Tajiri, and Ultimate Dragon in the Cruiserweight Open for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship match. Adrian, what are your thoughts? I'll break down it. So, how the Cruiserweight Open works, all these motherfuckers are outside ringside. When someone loses a match, they get thrown out. The next person comes in, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm going to run through how this match went. Thank you, Wikipedia. I'm going to tell you how exactly how the match went, <laughs> beat by beat. Um, Ultimate Dragon, Shannon Moore, start off. Ultimo hits the Dragon DT, which is actually pretty nice. Um, and Shannon Moore is the fuck out of there. Afterwards, he's he taps out to Jamie Noble with a dragon sleeper. That's ironic. Um, next, Funaki comes out um, and gets eliminated in eight fucking seconds. Fuck you, Funaki. Go home. We don't. We now call Funaki. Fuck Naki. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Nunzio comes in. Uh, he gets eliminated because he's counted out because um, I think someone's fucking like holding his leg or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Billy Kidman comes in. And he ends up um, eliminating Noble after he gets the top rope BK bomb, which was pretty fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like a top rope power bomb type of dealio. Yeah. Um, Kidman was eliminated by Rey Mysterio, who had a sunset sunset flip power bomb from the top rope. Bye, Billy Kidman. Fuck out of here. The jury comes out. Um, he ends up um, getting pinned by Mysterio uh, following a victory roll. Akio was the next schedule entrant. He was able to compete. Because he got fucking green misted by Tajiri um, <laughs> when Mysterio was like, fuck that. And he ducks. Yeah. Chavo comes out. Chavo pins Mysterio after he reverses a sunset flip. And then Chavo Classic holds his legs down. This was the last time WrestleMania. Um, this was the last time WrestleMania that the Cruiserweight Championship was defended until like three, two, like 2017 or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, all in all. Solid action, just really. They gave this shit ten minutes. They could have taken like five minutes from the Jericho match, and the whole women's match could have been fucking gone. Matter of fact, both of them really could have been gone, and you could have had a solid, you know, a solid fucking match. Yeah. You add six minutes to it, and you have a lot of action. Give you some WCW cruiserweight right. feel, kind of like that match that we watched from Sold Out in 1998. Go listen to that episode, you cuck bitches. Um, all in all, I'll give it a three and a half. Yeah, I'll go three. It was it was just pretty short. You know, I mean, we didn't get to see Rem Studio full fledged. We didn't get to see Tajiri full fledged. But you know, those those kicks and the six one nines drop your dime. Let's pick up your mom's phone and call your stepbrother. We didn't get to see any of that. We didn't see a frog splash by Chavo, three amigos. Like we didn't see anything. We didn't see, we see um a springboard uh excuse me. 
Springboard Moonsault or Shooting Star Press by Kevin. That was pretty dope. But it, it wasn't for pinfall or anything, nothing major. Yeah, it was, it was nothing, nothing, nothing crazy, crazy. Son of a bitch. But yeah, I'll go three as well. Speaking of threes, next up, we got two of the blandest personalities at this time. Bill fucking Goldberg, Brock fucking Lesnar in a singles with Stone Cold Steve Austin as the special guest referee. And now, if two people on this planet will say, hey, you got doppelganger, I bet you for every dollar that you don't have, Goldberg has heard you look like Steve Austin. And Steve Austin has heard you like Goldberg a billion fucking times. But luckily for them, they're both millionaires already. Yep. So they don't need that fucking scenario. Brock Lesnar, he's getting cucked out by a New York crowd because he's going to the NFL to try out for the Minnesota fucking Vikings. Goldberg's getting cucked out because he's just fucking leaving to go do a Spike TV motorcycle show. And little did you know, Brock Lesnar got cucked out. By the Minnesota Vikings because they had Randy fucking Moss, bitch. So then now, he ends up going to the UFC, and he ends up cucking a few people out, and then he gets cucked out, comes back to the WWE, and then he starts cucking every motherfucker out. Yep. It's crazy how cuck life works. Until Cain Velasquez comes back. But then the point is. point is, buy our new merchandise. It just says cuck life. Yeah. It's dropping store soon. Goldberg brought Lesnar. This, uh, this match literally stood still God, for about – Five fucking holds back and forth, try to push each other around. Five minutes out of 13. Uh, we get an F5. We get some pushing. We get some shoving. We get a jackhammer. And a fucking pushing, spear. shoving, jacking, spearing. And that's it. Vintage Stone Cold fashion. Stone Cold stuns Lesnar. Uh, uh, flips him a double bird to the New York crowd. Uh, uh, Puts two of them in uh, Steve Austin's face. Stuns the shit out of him. What? Bird gets back in the ring for whatever the fuck reason told him to do that. What? And he drinks a beer or two with Stone Cold. What? He gets done. What? Stone Cold gets another beer. What? And another beer. What? And another beer. What? And another beer. What? And another beer. What? He drinks them. Yeah. He walks up to the announce table. What? He stuns JR. Yeah. He stuns King. Uh-uh. He stuns Taz. Yeah. He stuns Michael Cole. What? He stuns the Spanish announce crew. What? He stuns the bitch at ring announcer. What? He stuns the poor kid with this let's get in the first row. What? Because he's Stone Cold Steve fucking Austin. He gets back on his four-wheeler. Yeah. With Steve Wazers. What? Drives through the fucking Titan tribe. DUI. Fade to black. To I get this one. match of one. Good Just job, right? Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Who would have thought a WrestleMania match would be a one? No stamina. No fucking stamina. No charisma. No energy. Not even the teensy weensy bit of fucking caring in this match. They said, oh, we're already out the door. Might as well just put our fucking dicks in our hands and beat it in public. One. Uh, next, we get the second Fatal 4-Way match for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Too Cool, Rikishi, and Scotty Too Hotty against Shelton, Benjamin, Charlie Haas, the Basham Brothers, Doug and Danny, which I'm friends with Doug on Facebook, and uh, Fruk and Bradshaw. This match was so fucking boring. Yeah. Six minutes. Uh, we didn't get to see a worm. All we saw was Rikishi stick his ass, <laughs> stick his ass on the Basham Brothers' face. One, two, three. Uh... Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas, they really didn't get to display their athleticism no. at all. APA, they, I mean, they was physical, but not as a, a usual physical standpoint. We used to seeing Bradshaw lay somebody the fuck out with a clothesline from hell. Uh, it, it was just a quick match. Like you said, WrestleMania, their, their time in this time period was just so fucked around uh, the Jericho match, the women's match that didn't have to happen. Uh, shit. 
RVD, Booker T, Dudley Boys, Larger Stocks. It, it, everything had too much time to it where they, it had been time at other places. You know, this would have been better because Too Cool were the champions. Just give me Too Cool against the world's greatest tag team. Yeah. That's or it. against the FBA. Give me Van Dam and Booker T against the Dudleys or La Resistance. You don't have to try to fit as many people on the fucking show as possible. Rock and this isn't 2019. Evolution. I have 17 minutes as well. Like, this is a six-minute match of just fucking nothing for setting yeah. at all. For two hot dogs and a bag of popcorn, you go to get that, come back. You see two cool standing in the middle of the ring fucking dancing with power going off. That's pretty much it. I give it a one. Give it one and a half. And before we get to the next match, we got a quick word from our sponsor. Are you tired of being six minutes of just wasted time and bullshit like the Bashams match? Yes, I am. I am. When I go to the gym, I don't want to be there for 17 minutes doing absolutely fucking nothing like Evolution is rock and sock. Right. I don't want to spend my time wasted fucking wondering where did the time go for two minutes and 41 seconds like a Playboy evening gown match. Hmm. This is what I do. I go to medicnutrition.net, mm-hmm. put in the promo code N-O-D-Q-S. Yeah, I get 10% off my order. I get the pre-workout and the protein that I need. So when I'm using my time, I'm not fucking wasting my time. Because right. nothing makes me more upset than spending 13 minutes and 48 seconds of wasted fucking time. Do Is my name Bill Goldberg? No, I'm not even fucking Jewish. Is my name, name Brock Lesnar? No. No, because I'm not from fucking Minnesota, bumfuck of nowhere, lifting tra- tractors above my head and eating fucking cow meat every day. Your name That's isn't Scott either from Greenville, Tennessee, who's letting prisons out on fucking work release. But the point is, go to meditnutrition.net, use promo code NODQS, get 10% off, and please use your time wisely. You do not want to spend four and a half years in prison. And that was our sponsor. <laughs> God damn it. Um, next match here, we have Victoria and Molly Holly in a hair versus title match. Four fucking minutes. What did we just tell you about wasting time in well, our commercial break? A little bit backstory for this match. Um, there was going to be no women's title match. And Molly Holly said, Vince, give me a title match and I'll shave my fucking head. Just let me wrestle at WrestleMania. Wow. And Vince was like, oh, uh, shave my dick? And then, you know, he'd give him the match. He probably showed his dick too. Wow. Um, Victoria won. <laughs> Molly Holly shaved her fucking head. And the entire time, she was screaming like someone was raping her. Vince probably did. I give this match a one. I give it a one and a half. I'll give you a half for letting your fucking head get shaved. <laughs> I wouldn't do that shit. Fuck Mania. Molly um, Holly, isn't she uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yeah. No, that's good for her. She, she's up everyone, everyone talks about Molly Holly in a positive way. I don't think that's yeah. name to say. Uh, Victoria, on the other hand, she's taking some loads on her back. So um, she's probably done I'm her Oh, yeah, it happens. Um, Guerrero and Angle. Eddie. WWE Guerrero Championship. Versus Kurt Perk Angle. This is before he goes to TNA. Breaks his fucking neck 16 different times. He gets high of Perks. His wife leaves him. Goes with Jeff. Point is, this is Kurt Angle. This was a good fucking match. It was this a good was match. a good fucking good match. match. Um, Top to bottom. Checked all the boxes. Guer- uh, Guerrero hit a DDT. hit a frog splash. He goes for the pin. Angle kicks out. Ankle lock. Uh, they kind of they're back and forth with some of these good fucking moments, but the 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 best moment to me, the best fucking moment to me, is when Guerrero is selling his ankle hurting, so he undoes his boot, and you think, okay, he's hurt. If this is two thousand four, you don't know, you know. I do a little time traveling. It's 2004. Oh shit, Eddie's hurt. He's undoing his boot to relieve the pressure, as Taz said thirty fucking times. He's trying to do the pressure, Cole. So. He, he takes his boot, and you see this moment where he makes it obvious that his boot, he's taking his boot off and his ankle hurts, and he looks up at Angle, and you see him mouth, oh, shit, 
Kurt Angle rushes in there, and he's doing the ankle lock. Guerrero pulls his foot out of the fucking boot. Small package roll up. Uses the ropes, wins, and then walks normally off holding his fucking boot because he lies, he cheats, he fucking steals. Four. I gave this match a four as well. It was a good match. No one does uh, it like Eddie. If it had a, a tad more physicality, it could have been a five easy. But uh, the nostalgia here, you know, kind of when he comes out and says the fireworks, you suck chance screamer from the cheap seats all the way to the fucking floor seats that you pay $10,000 for. Eddie Guerrero comes out in his lower Ford F-150, could have been a Cibarolo if I give a fuck. But he's the king of lowriders, goddammit. He's also top two in frost punches. Who's the other one? Rob Van fucking Damwinkle. Point is, mm. Eddie Guerrero lied, cheated, stole his way to the victory to get said WWE championship vintage frog splash. We've seen a lasso pass over from out Texas Paso. We've seen the three amigos. We've seen ankle locks. We've seen angle slam. We've seen super plates off the top fucking ropes. Shot this match dives. had it all. It had it all. Talked about physicality, technical, mm-hmm. submission, high flying. It had it all. Uruguay, everything. They fucking had it. And that's why Eddie Guerrero is, to me, the GOAT. Nonetheless, give it a four. Give it a old four, Ray. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, siete, eight, two, Whatever Eddie was saying, he knows because we gave it a four. Uh, next up, The Undertaker with Paul Bear against Kane. They built this fucking comeback forever. Forever. Ever since, was it a Survivor Series with the Bear Live? Yeah. Shit? Do a huge, make a huge fucking deal, fucking. Oh yeah! You're from Paul Paul Bear. Fucking ring collapses. Kane's being tormented mentally for what a seven minute fucking match of nothing, of nothing. Kane basically got fucking squashed. Yeah, it was a basic fucking squash match at WrestleMania. They've never had a good WrestleMania match. I stand by that. I'll always stand by that. This shit, in my humble humble fucking opinion, was a two. Yeah, I'll go two as well. I I try to give it a three just prior to, you know, doing this podcast and grading it or all that shit. You sit back and watch it. Like you said, Kane got jobbed out. He probably got two hits in. He didn't Mm -hmm. hit one big move. He had a sidewalk slam and his vintage uh, top rope clothesline. He does. Undertaker hit the old school. Undertaker the tombstone. I mean, Undertaker truly, he came back, beats the shot of him. It was just nevertheless Kane just being scared, thinking Undertaker's not real. He's not really here. Well, you didn't see his fucking entrance. You didn't, you didn't what was that punch to the face? Fucking didn't, he didn't connect. You didn't see him back fucking stage. He was planning this shit out two days prior. He's not fucking real. All right. You didn't He's see your him walk out. You didn't with check with mom and dad. Son of a bitch. Fucking Marinots. Bill, I'm a fucking guy. I give it Fix our roads, too. you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's a fucking two. Um, now we get to our main event. Before we get to our main event, Hear a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. Damn, what a sponsor. That was crazy. Great people. Uh, now let me re- go back into my 2004 persona. Let's talk about this match. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, who's the champion, and who was the champion, who, and Chris Benoit. I'll put a little more. Oh, Tweet if I may. The heartbreak kid. Shawn. I get the game. The Cerebral Assassin, Triple H, and Christopher Crippler Ben 
fucking wall. Mm. This is for the World Heavyweight Championship. This match took all of 30 fucking minutes. This was the episode of Seinfeld, Friends. If it was not your fucking friends, this match is your main event. And this match, go. This match was fucking fantastic. From start to finish, was fucking fantastic. Um, if we were to go through the, the cliff notes of this fucking match, because Lord knows I don't take fucking notes anymore. Um, the back and forth here, mainly the back and forth between Sean and Triple H, because the whole purpose was they didn't want to fucking deal with Chris Benoit. Yeah. So every time he gets involved, they kind of push him out of the way, and they, they go back and forth. Um, just as Benoit was about to submit uh, Triple H, or Shawn Michaels, Triple H grabs Shawn Michaels' hand, keeps him from submitting, pulls him out. Um, they end up suplexing this fucking Benoit the broadcast table, which was crazy as shit. Oh, yeah. Um, Benoit broke the pinfall for the pedigree on Michaels. Um, there's a moment where it's just fucking crazy where um, Benoit has Triple H in the sharpshooter. He's fucking kicked in the head. I'm positive that won't, like, I'm sure that won't cause anything long term, but it was pretty fucking solid as well. And then there's a moment where Triple H submits to the crossface. Yeah. And your new, our new world heavyweight champion. Chris Benoit. Look, man, this Chris Benoit guy, endless potential. Oh, yeah. Endless potential. Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot wait to see what he does in the future. Um, I mean, you put 201 against this guy, he's bound to win every time. Oh, yeah. I don't know about uh, him, him doing the head, but him as his finishing move, that might play a, a key role in his future. I would definitely change that, you know, talk doing the cross face more. Frequently. You know, I don't know. I don't think head injuries are that big of a deal anymore. Um, I mean, it's 2005, the medicine, the technology we have, I just, I could not see him having a bad future. Right. I mean, this guy's obviously going to be a Hall of Famer. He's a family man. Um, just won the fucking championship. He just won the fucking champion. I mean, there is only uphill for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm talking, dude. Look, look at, we're, let's say five years from now, 2009. Mm-hmm. He, Chris Benoit, is going to be on top of the world in 2009. Should be doing fucking Saturday Night Live. I mean, he'll probably have a good 2005. Saw 2006. Um, a fucking fantastic 2007. Oh yeah. 2008. I mean, he's this, from Atlanta too, right? Yeah. I mean, good guy, Michael Vick, hell of a guy at the time. I mean, both of those guys were. I think they would get along, dude, for real. And, you know, like, he's not going to go down. You you see these top-level athletes, Mm -hmm. O.J. Simpson. Right. um, You know, that's just to name one person. He's not going to go down a road like that. He's not going to be a top-level athlete you see in the news um, for something horrible. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to in-ring – He's the fucking crippler CrossFit. He's the fucking crippler. He's the rabid Wolverine. Yeah, he is. Outside the ring, though? Family man. Lovely family man. Wouldn't hurt a fly. Not even a worm. Not not even a worm. I mean. But Paul Heyman, badass, seems to think otherwise. I don't know why you were talking about a man in such horrible fashion. He's putting food on his fucking family's table. Night in, night out, on the road, just like you. You fat ECW fuck. I mean, a triple threat. You put look. You put Benoit in any triple threat, he's gonna win. Yeah. Well, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Man can do no wrong. No, he can't. I give this match a four and a half. Yeah, four and a half for me as well. 
Um, and now let's look at it from the perspective of 2023, us. Mm-hmm. Benoit's a fucking psychopath. He's a murderer. He killed his fucking family. He's a piece of shit. He'll never be in the Hall of Fame. He had a shitty 2007, a mediocre 2006, a bleh 2005, and he barely made it at 2004. Fuck Chris Benoit. By the way, if you guys weren't listening to the podcast and paying attention to what we said, everything we just said was a fucking joke, all right? Fucking joke. He's a murderer. Piece of shit. But this match still bangs. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It does. Um, it doesn't get any recognition because Benoit is a piece of shit. Yeah. That's just a fact. Um, but, man, it felt nice to pretend like he didn't kill his family for a little bit. It did. Um, nice to see him on a 2K23 video game. Yeah, if you go to Community Creations, you can see a fucked up picture of Chris Benoit. Yeah, the one he's killing his family with the knife over his... The point is, we're going to jump right into the awards. Ding, da, da. Match of the night. Main event. Easily. Uh, worst match of the night. Are we going to count the fucking evening gown match? If you're gay, you can count it. Well, I'm not gay. All right. So I guess I'll just say the woman's, other woman's match. Yeah. We'll say, let's see. Let's let's do a scroll here on this lovely Apple computer we got for $6,000 at fucking Best Buy. Fucking Dell. You know what? I, I, I'll be the bearer of bad news here. I will say, yeah, the other women's match. I'll try to give Goldberg and Brock the benefit of the doubt. I did. It's fucking thirteen there's, minutes there's compared to three, four minutes. There's at least three or four matches on here to be the worst. Yeah, you just got to pick the criminal. Sorry, Molly Holly. Sorry. You know what? I'm, I'm not gonna give it to them. Molly Holly got her head shaved. Give props for that. Move to Undertaker and Kane. This shit should have been way better. It was fucking boring. Right. I don't really don't well, yeah, really I'll, I'll go Garberg and Brock since we doing it that way. You're right. Molly Holly did pioneer. She did fucking throw her own self out there to shave her fucking head just to have a match at WrestleMania. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Pretty ballsy. Where's my has a pussy? I True. like it. Star of the night. Benoit. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Benoit. He's a star, right? He's a star. Um, stars are in hell, and he's a star. Um, who is the worst of the night? They're also, you know, they're also Benoit. Um, the worst of the night? I but of say. this night, I would probably say the Ryback of the night, the fucking Jeffrey Epstein of the night. It's a double for me. I'm going to give it to... Uh, Sable? It's a double. No, Mark Jindrak. Fuck you, Mark Jindrak. It's, it's a double. I'm definitely going with uh, Mark Jindrak for one, and the fucking Basham Brothers is two. So call it triple, if you may. But yeah, they're the fucking Rybacks of the night. Fuck you, Battery Low. Uh, spot of the night. I got two. Shawn Michaels super kicking the fuck out of Benoit that led to what it did years past. And yeah, uh, I, ben, <laughs> Sean's an accessory to murder with that shit. Actually, three. I'm sorry. The suplex that Benoit received from Triple H. Benoit got that. And, Sean, and uh, the moonsault. I keep saying fucking moonsault. Shooting star press that Billy Kidman did off the springboard. Yeah. Window. He about committed CT his damn self. It's always good seeing a good frog splash from Eddie and Van Dam. Those are chef's kiss. Can't do no wrong. But, uh, yeah, my spots of the night are Kidman's shooting star press. Benoit taking the super kick to the chin. And Benoit taking the suplex to the Spanish announce table. I got two. Uh, I'm going to go with Eddie's moment where he unlaces his boot, looks at Kurt Angle, and goes, oh, shit. I thought it was a nice little little, little something you add on there to, to you know, to tell the little, little wink and nudge the fans. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, I'll go with Ben getting his fucking head kicked in, leading to him killing his wife and his kid. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, of course. Yeah, respectfully. Um, Bots of the night? I didn't really see a botch of the night. If it was, it was probably in the Christian and Jericho match. I mean, everything else is pretty. 
It's pretty crisp all night. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and give it to the execution. My, the execution of the Undertaker and Kane storyline. I'm going to go ahead and give that the botch. That's fair. Uh, it was given six minutes. Um, the, there were matches on here that had more time that they shouldn't have had and less time than they shouldn't have. So I'm going to give yeah. it to that. Victoria and Molly Hollywood really just fucking pointless. But four yeah. minutes, hey, the interest takes up fucking two of it. So yeah. Gonna, yeah. All right, what's your final rating of this show? I'll go three. Three, gonna, three and a half. I'm, I'm pushing it. I'm going to say three as well. Would you recommend this show to someone who hasn't seen wrestling? My most definitely wouldn't. No, I mean, I'd recommend one or two matches off this card. Yeah. But but if I'm trying to introduce wrestling to somebody, and I think this might be a little segment we might start doing for me and forward. But if you're going to introduce wrestling to someone, I know, I know we're all trying to – if you're a wrestling fan, you want non-wrestling fans to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. And you need to introduce them to shows. So go check out NGW, Newport, Tennessee. Very wrestling promotion. Check it out. That's true. Um, if you're going to, you know, if you want to introduce them, you want to introduce, introduce them to the right show. You want to introduce them to fucking something that's going to turn them off from wrestling. Um, so if I were to recommend a match, it'd be the main event, the Guerrero match, and maybe the Cena match. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend this show as a whole to fucking anybody. You know, because by the time they get to the fucking Tory Wilson Sable Jack Off session, they're not going to want to watch it anymore. Unless there's some horny old fuck that works with us, um, which there are a few of those actually. Um, looking at you, Alan. Um, nonetheless, though, I gave it a three year to three as well. Yes, sir. Man, this has been the most qualifications podcast. I was WrestleMania 20. Uh, I think we're going to, leading up to Mania, we're just going to cover some of our few of our favorite WrestleManias. Of course, this is the, our first ever rematch is what we'll call it when we, we we've covered wrestlemania 20 before but sometimes we feel like it needs to be updated so um this is our rematch review of wrestlemania 20. uh man i don't know what our next episode is going to be but hopefully it has way better fucking matches than this yeah uh, my name is adrian i'm tay on behalf of last we're still looking for him so if you find him uh he's known to be by the mississippi river out outside uh, west memphis he ran across a group of Crips and some guy named John Morant. That rings a bell. He had a ukulele in his asshole last time we seen him. And uh, if you just please tell him, give us a phone call here at uh, 1-800-616-NO-DQ. RP, 1-800-616-NO-DQ. We'd like to hear from him. Uh, Laz, how you doing, bud? Uh, John Morant's going to get you fucked up. Peace, love, tranquility. And, um, yeah, if you find him, please return my ukulele. Thank you.